Well, it's my pleasure to introduce to you all today uh, Peter Worthing. Peter is with Oddly Travel, and it's a great company where you can go and uh, design your own tours and many destinations. Uh, I was looking at the website. I was surprised at the number of destinations that uh, you can go and kind of put together a tour, and not only for uh, the individual, but also travel agents. Oddly Travel works with travel agents, and we'll talk a little bit about that as we go along. But first of all, what I want to do is introduce Peter and have him tell us a little bit about himself and and how, he, how he's involved in the travel business. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Barry. It's, it's wonderful to be here. Any opportunity I have to talk about travel makes me happy. So uh, I've been in the travel business for well, close to 25 years now. I get into it a bit late, uh, really just based on passion. And I started out as a BDM with a big tour company, uh, sort of worked my way up through the, through the ranks over the years. And for f most of my career, I've been on the tour side of the business. And what I mean tour, I mean group tours, you know, motor coach tours. And I told my wife when I found this job with Oddly that I'm finally selling what I love uh, yeah. because I've always sold tours. I believe strongly in tours. There's some amazing tour companies out there, but I've never been one for group travel. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of solo travel, a uh, big fan of more independent travel. So now I get to talk every day about, about independent journeys. And what we do at Oddly is a custom design every single itinerary. They're never the same twice. For the travel advisor team, they reach out to us with a client in mind. We ask uh, a lot of questions and we do an interview, if you will, with that, with that travel advisor and with their clients and come up with the perfect itinerary to whatever destination they want. And some of the questions we ask are really, why do you want to go there? Have you been there before? What's the reason? And we'll talk about that. It's one of the big trends we're seeing this year is, is why people are traveling. Uh, but all those things together just uh, make every day for me a lot of fun. I just love this business, uh, and I love helping travel advisors to succeed. Yeah, you're in the business of making people happy. and you know, it, what, It's what better true. Thing. It, it's so much fun, Barry. Yeah, and... You know, I noticed that you have some top destinations for 2023, and I was curious why why you chose uh, those particular destinations, why why they might be top destinations, and maybe why why people would want to travel there. Like most decisions we make, it's based on feedback from our clients and from our travel advisors. Uh, you know, we look at trends. So Japan is number one on our list this year, and that trend is. You know, Japan's always been a big destination for us, but it's an interesting situation when you close down a destination. You know, Japan was one of the longest shutdown destinations in the world. There's this pent-up demand. I, I fall into that category of if I can't go somewhere, then that's really where I want to go. For years, I've always wanted to go to Cuba, and now that Cuba's opened back up, my desire to go there isn't as great as it was when <laughs> I couldn't actually go there. So... I think that, that that's why Japan falls into that. Not to mention it's just a spectacular destination. You know, most of us, when we think of Japan, think of the big cities, but there's so much outside of those cities. You know, there's mountains and skiing and wildlife, and it's such a, such a diverse and mystical place. And I think Americans just sort of fall in love with the mystique of it all. 
Another top destination for us is Australia. Again, always been a strong seller, but many of the same reasons come back for that is people were unable to go there for quite a while and there's a big pent up demand. You know, and then he, if you look to Europe, Spain is making a big, a big rebound. Personally, I'm going to be in Spain a week from tomorrow. I oh. depart to, to go to Spain for my Christmas holiday. It's just such a, again, a diverse and wonderful country to visit from the big cities of Barcelona to Madrid to the, to the smaller parts. You know, Portugal's been popular for the last five or six years and remains so, but now more people are taking a look back at Spain. Another one that's really topping the charge for us is Egypt. Uh, we're seeing more and more people go to Egypt for all the reasons that everyone's gone for, for thousands of years. Yes. And it's really exciting to see that destination come back after, you know, there was some political turmoil a few years back. And Egypt's just come back strong. And we have some amazing programs there where you can do really, really unique Nile River cruises combined with the pyramids. Uh, it's just a fantastic destination. Yeah, and I noticed you had boats. I guess they're river cruise boats on the Nile? Yeah, river cruises on the Eswan. Um, we have a couple of different companies that we partner with down there to do uh, all small river cruise boats on the Aswan. Yeah, what a great way to uh, explore Egypt. On a, Absolutely. Yeah. And I also noticed you had the Galapagos. Yeah, the Galapagos, again, we, we partner with different companies for different sizes and different sort of levels of travel. So you've got some very exclusive high-end yachts down to some more affordable ships that you can sail, you know, and you can do combinations of, of different islands. Uh, and I also always implore people to do a little bit of land, too, because too often people just go down cruise and come back, but there's a lot to see on the mainland as well. I think there's only one city in the Galapagos that you can yeah. visit. For the life of me, I can't name it. Um, but, yes, there's there's all kinds of great ecological parks within the, the, the one main island, if you will, the Galapagos. And I apologize right now. You know, one of the beautiful things about my position is I know a little about a lot. Yeah. But what's <laughs> wonderful about our team is our individual, we, we call them country specialists, they specialize in one or two countries, and they know it in depth. Right. So I don't need to know the details. I, I allow them to do that. And, and these people are really unique that, that work for us. We did a a very unofficial survey this year of our over 250 country specialists. And amazingly, we figured out that each of them has lived in the destination that they sell for an average of two plus years. So it isn't just someone like me who's been somewhere four or five times. It's someone who's actually lived, worked, studied in that region. Oh. So they have a real in-depth knowledge. And we invest a lot of money and time every year by sending them back to their destination on a yearly basis. They get to meet the ground handlers, they get to stay in the hotels, they get to meet the guides, which is really, really important. So that in-depth insider knowledge really sets us apart. So if you bring that back to how we can help travel advisors, you know, I know a lot of travel advisors over my years, and a lot of them specialize in certain destinations and can do it very well. 
what happens is they've sent their their favorite clients to to Europe five or six times, and the clients are saying, "Hey, we'd like to do something different, perhaps South Africa." When they reach out to us, we connect them with a country specialist in South Africa, and they have that in-depth knowledge, and they can turn around and look really, really smart to their to their clients because they can say, "Well, I have the perfect itinerary for you to South Africa." Uh, and they can, we can create that in partnership with that advisor oh, and, nice. and make their clients happy. Yeah, great. You know, going back to the to uh, Japan, and a little bit of a field here from our discussion, but it brings back a memory that I have of the home based travel agent show where I attempted to conduct an interview with. Uh, can't think of his name, someone from the United States Tour Association at USTOA, and he was on a bullet train in Japan at the time I was trying to do the interview. We we weren't successful. Um, <laughs> his signal wasn't coming in and out from, uh, we're trying to do it on cell phone. His signal wasn't uh, actually working that well for us, but uh, anyhow, just a, kind of a, a interesting memory that I have of, of the show here. That bullet train kind of fascinates me. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring up trains because I'm a big fan of trains. And I, I heard your interview with uh, Jim Marini recently, and, and Jim's a good friend of mine. And, you know, we surveyed our, our clients this year, and more and more people want to include some train travel into their trips. Um, and the percentages are really high. And all different sorts of train travel. Some people want to really create an itinerary just around trains. Others just want to use it as a means of transportation. Uh, others want to do the sleepover trains and the luxury trains. So there's so many wonderful opportunities out there to include trains in your travel. And Japan's one of the best places in the world. Those, those trains are just, just engineering marvels. You know, it's a smooth ride at, at what, almost 300 miles an hour. It's, it's pretty remarkable. It's just, it's amazing and a wonderful way to see the countryside. You know, I mentioned going to Spain. Trains are a big part of our trip to Spain. Instead of renting a car to go, even on a day trip uh, from Sevilla, we're taking a day trip to Cordoba uh, on the train just because it's faster, it's easier, and it's just so much more relaxing. Yeah, I, I remember that interview with Jim Marini, Marini and that's, uh, you know, and, and trains do fascinate me too. And what a great way to travel. It's You just see the countryside, sit back, and relax. Yes, exactly. Yep. yep. You mentioned that, that you you know, you, you work with travel agents. What what kind of support? Uh, you mentioned this a little bit, but what, what kind of other support, marketing, et cetera, do you provide for uh, the travel advisor? Well, it's interesting. Oddly's always worked through the travel agent trade uh, over the years, but it's never been a main focus. And when they brought me on board about a year ago, it was primarily to do that, to make it more of a focus. So me and my small but mighty team have been working really hard in the background to sort of smooth that process out because we need to develop ways that agents can reach us uh, how do we connect them to the right travel, um, to the right country specialist? So we have a concierge team that when a travel agent calls in, they talk to a concierge. That concierge sort of will vet the process, have a conversation about their client's wishes and needs, uh, and then based on that conversation, we'll connect them to the right country specialist. You know, some other things that we've done 
Uh, I'm in the process. I have a meeting later today to finalize uh, along in partnership with Travel Weekly. We're creating a travel advisor training program, an online training module that we've never had before. Uh, I'm really excited that's going to launch uh, the second week in January of this year. We'll do a bit of a soft launch before the holidays, but then the big launch comes. So that'll be an opportunity for, for travel advisors to better understand what we do. Uh, we joined ASTA this year for the first time, and uh, I went to the ASTA conference in San Francisco the, later this summer, and it, it was a remarkable it was a remarkable experience. I've been before, but the opportunity to talk about a new company, uh, and as I mentioned earlier, really a new brand of, of travel for me was really exciting. And what I really enjoyed about it is most of the advisors there had heard of us, but they didn't realize that we worked with the trade. And from that, we've got a lot of great uh, connections with travel advisors. You know, and if you look at our growth in 22, our growth as a company, like everyone in the business, thankfully, was was remarkable. But our growth in the travel trade was about eight times higher than our overall growth. And I won't give percentages, but the number was really, really good. Uh, and we're looking at this as a future way of, of growth for the company. You know, when I came in and interviewed for this position, you know, they asked me all a million questions, of course, but one of them was, why? And I just showed them the numbers. And I said, if you look at, ASTA had a stat this year that 44% of people they surveyed were more likely to book with a travel advisor than they ever have before, post-pandemic, because of the, you know, the confusion in travel. So even before I had that stat, I just said, if you look at the sheer numbers of travel advisors out there, we're really scratching the surface. And as we develop more tools and more relationships with these advisors, uh, it's just going to buoy our business and, and, and make, you know, make that a bigger focal point for us. And I've always, my entire career has been based around working with travel advisors. So I understand as best you can, you know, how they think and how they work. And I do understand what I've said to my team all along is the number one reason travel advisors work with a company is ease of doing business. They right. want a smooth landing strip or takeoff strip, whatever you want to call that. And the the easier I can make it for them, the more they're going to come to us. And what's been really fun and exciting is that first time Booker uh, has come back time and time again. I just this morning was sending out some some holiday gifts for our top bookers, and many of those bookers weren't booking us before the year started. But now they're booking us over and over because they see the value in, for lack of a better word, very subcontracting. So instead of them spending hours and hours building an itinerary in a destination they might not know well, they're utilizing our specialists and our insider knowledge to build those itineraries for them. And that sort of co-partnership has really, really worked out well for them. I, I, I usually say it this way. We're giving them the gift of time. So once we have that initial interview and we really understand what their clients want to do, they can go off and run their business. We create the itinerary, send it back to them. And then, as I mentioned earlier, they look like rock stars because they're going to present their, their clients with this amazing itinerary that has all the, all the boxes ticked that they wanted to tick. Uh, so we're really giving them the opportunity 
to be experts in places that they might not otherwise be experts. Yeah, I, I know the most important thing for the travel advisor is client satisfaction. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know, and our, our scores on Trustpilot are nearly 5%. Like a lot of companies during the pandemic, we dropped a point and we're slowly clawing that back. But, you know, overall, our reviews from both our advisors and our clients is spectacular. You know, people really enjoy the personalized experiences that we offer. And it gives them an opportunity to have a hand in creating exactly the vacation that they want to take. And I noticed, too, uh, the, the commission structure that you offer the travel advisor does not add costs to the client, any, of the, the, any end costs. It's a really good point, and price parity is an important part for a travel advisor. You know, years and years ago, uh, when the cruise lines were, were going on this, hey, we're going to, well, let's go, let's use the airlines as an example. When the airlines went out and said, we're just going to go direct to the client and give better pricing, it just really messed up the system. So we have price parity. It doesn't matter how you book, you're going to get exactly the same price. We're also in a very unique position because we never book the same trip two times. So there's no, there's no set price. If you go to our brochure, there's hundreds, and on our website, there's hundreds of sample itineraries, but those prices are just jumping off points because you can, you can change the itinerary to be exactly what you want it to be. You can bring the price up, you can bring the price down, but your point is a real good one. Travel advisors never have to worry about getting undercut by someone going somewhere else and getting the same itinerary at a different price. Yeah, and and you mentioned you mentioned your preference. It would be mine too. That I don't particularly care to travel in a group, and that's not the that's not what you offer necessarily is is group travel and your tours. Is, is I'm am I correct in that? That's correct. Every tour is an individual individual trip. Now, group, obviously, we have a lot of people that will travel with, with an extended family, with, with friends. So groups of six or eight or ten, that's not a problem at all. I, I never want to say anything negative about, about group tours because, as I said, I sold them for years. I believe in them. There's, there's something about that sort of esprit de corps when you're traveling with people that, that are like-minded and you really enjoy meeting people you know, one of the things that I, I liked about that is you go on a trip, not only you learn about the place you're at, you learn about the people that you're with. Uh, but it's interesting, post-pandemic, more and more people are sort of, uh, I, I don't like to use the word isolate because we had too much of that, but people are sort of circling the wagons and saying, you know what, I want my group to be people I know and love and trust. And I just don't, I don't feel comfortable traveling with 30 or 40 other people that, that I don't know, um, you know, I don't know their status, for lack right. of a better word. I don't yeah. want to go down that path. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, my preference uh, is when I travel, I like to jump into the culture and, and actually meet the people that live there and, and, you know, try and talk to them. Most people speak English. Uh, you know, try just to get involved with the local people uh, versus a group that I'm with. Not, you know, and, and I see the advantages of traveling in a group where, where you get to meet, you know, like you say, like-minded people. But I also like to 
to be involved with the local people as well. And I'm sure your your tours offer some of that. Absolutely. One thing that we do extremely well is is hand select local guides. So a local guide can give you, for lack of a better word, the guidance to explore on your own. So you, let's say that you've done a city tour. Uh, I'll use my example. I'm going on a city tour of Cordoba with one of the guides that I asked everybody who's the best guide, and I have this lovely woman named Maria who's taken myself and my, my, my wife and our two friends out. What I'm going to ask Maria during the course of the tour is not just to learn about what we're seeing, but tell us about the people. And then where should we go have lunch that we can have lunch with locals and meet some locals versus just going to the first tourist stop that you see. So not only are you getting some great insight from the guide about the place, but also learn a little bit about the people. You know, every country has unique customs and things that you want to make sure you're doing correctly. And I, I never like to travel afraid, but I want to be tr- I want to travel aware that I don't do something that that's completely um, off limits in a country. So the more you interact with that guide who's almost always a local, then you're going to learn a little bit about, about what makes them tick. And it's going to give you the confidence when you're out on your own uh, to, to have a conversation with someone and meet someone. You know, it's, it's easy to do in a place like Ireland where they're just the most welcoming people and, and they love Americans and they'll just run up to you and start talking. But in other places, it's a little more difficult to, to make that transition. And that local guide can really give you the confidence to do that. Yeah, my, my favorite destination in the world is Thailand. Uh, my wife and mm-hmm. I hunting moved there, and, uh, and I, I've been there several times. And it's, it's interesting that, that you need to learn a little bit about the culture before you go there, like you say, because you're, you shouldn't touch people on the head uh, right. in Thailand because that's a sacred area and you shouldn't sit with the soles of your feet pointed at people like when you cross your legs because well, it's, the, the soles of your feet are offensive uh, just little things like that uh, are so important uh, you, you don't want to offend the local you want to get to know them right yeah and you can read that in a guidebook but it doesn't resonate as much if, if a local tells you that in a very polite way which our guides would do you know, you're going to learn that lesson much, much quicker than you are just by, by experiencing it on your own. Right, right. And, and you know, speaking of Thailand, I, I notice you do offer uh, tours to Southeast Asia, including Thailand, and that's something we didn't talk about. Yeah, interestingly, Oddly Travels started 26 years ago as a Southeast Asia specialist company. Uh, two gentlemen started the company um, really did a great job of doing exactly what we're talking about, but only in Southeast Asia. And slowly we started expanding that out to now over 75 countries on all seven continents. So we have a special affinity for that part of the world, and we have some country specialists that are just remarkably good. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, they spend a lot of time there and spend a lot of time on the ground. So. When they recommend a guide, it's usually someone they know personally. They know most of the drivers. They know most of the hotel staff and the, and the different properties that we use. So all those little, little tiny things add up to make for a real special experience for someone. You know, and to your earlier point, knowing the ins and outs of the culture and all those things really helps for us to prep our, 
our clients and our agents' clients before they travel uh, to make sure that they're having the best experience. Because no one wants to be embarrassed or, or um, you know, make a faux pas or rather on vacation. You want it to be a relaxing time. And the more information we can provide you before you go, you know, the, the more enjoyable your trip's going to be. Absolutely. And, and that's so important for, you know, the client experience that, that we talked about, you know, earlier. Uh, you know, you want to make sure your client's prepared and prepared to have the best time possible in the culture that they're going to, and that's all a part of it. Absolutely. Well, this has been uh, been fascinating, Peter. Um, what I'd like you to do is, uh, and, uh, and I will put this information in the show notes, so if, if you're out there unable to write it down currently as you're listening to this uh, podcast, uh, you can go to the show notes at hometravelagent.net and and get the information that you know the, the links and the information that we've talked about here but uh, for the listeners uh, a couple things uh, how do you spell since people are listening how do you spell oddly and then how do uh, people contact you how do they learn more so oddly is spelled a-u-d-l-e-y oddly travel uh, the best way to reach us is our travel agent portal on our website, which is oddlytravel.com slash agents. Uh, that gives you an opportunity to go and look at some marketing materials. Pretty soon we'll have that new training on there. Uh, and we have a phone number, like everybody. Uh, the easiest way to reach us is 617-223-4521. Four five two one. That's a direct line to our to our Boston office. And if you need to reach out to me, we can uh, we can leave that. In, you can get through the website and, and find me easy enough. My team would be more than happy to chat with you. It's a really easy process. You sign up to get a trading account with us. We just have to get the the money situated where we send any commissions that are due. Uh, we'll get you set up and get you started. So. We look forward to to anyone who has clients, and you all do, that that want bespoke, customized itineraries around the world. We'd love to help you out. And that leads to the to the final question, and that is, have we left anything out here that that you would like to talk about? I don't think so. I could talk all day, and I'm glad you're you're cutting this off because I, there's nothing that makes me angry about talking about this. All I'll say is this, in all honesty, it doesn't matter who you travel with, it doesn't matter where you go, there's all kinds of amazing things out there for all of us. And uh, I did an interview the other day, and I said to this woman, I go, if you have the right guide, within 20 miles of where you're standing, somebody can show you something amazing. And, and I really believe that. The destination isn't nearly as important as your attitude going in, uh, how well prepared you are, and just if you have an open mind and an open heart, the world is a wonderful place to visit. And uh, I hope that you choose oddly travel for your clients to travel with. But if you don't, happy travel. And and the best education in the world is travel. There's no question about that, Barry. That's uh, that's my belief. Well, for people that want to reach out to me, they can do that at Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, at hometravelagent.net. 
and the website is hometravelagent.net. You can find the archives of all the past shows that we've done, almost all of them. Some of the early shows aren't on there, but, uh, you know, about 300 shows are there on the on the website, so you can go search for basically whatever your travel interest is on the website. And I'm also on Facebook at facebook.com slash HBTAS, the initials for the Home-Based Travel Agent Show. And uh, I want to thank you all for listening today, and uh, please go check out Oddly Travel and, you know, try it out. It, it's, it looks really good. It looks really enticing. I tell you, it's a, it's a good website, so take a look at it. And I want to thank Peter, uh, Peter, for joining us today to talk about travel and talk about the company. Uh, I really appreciate, uh, really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure, and I want to thank you, Barry. Keep up the good work. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thank you.